Yeah, I was not a very big fan of that show. How many episodes did you get I in? I hated them turning Hellcat. What the fuck? Oh, yeah. That was weird. She's the most beloved. They fucked her up. I watched, like, three, and, like, I fell asleep ten minutes into, like, the very beginning of episode four. Oh, that's when they had the serial killer coming in, though. That serial killer was pretty good. He was, he was one of the villains that are cool. Just like a normal guy. He's like Dexter, basically. So it's Jessica Jones versus Dexter. Hmm. That'd be interesting. Yeah. It, it is, actually. I, I kind of enjoyed that angle. Like, I, I saw him for a second. Like, Jessica broke into his house and he made a fake cop call and was crying about how she kicked his ass. Yeah. That's him. He, that didn't start him off looking as a super imposing badass villain, though. Yeah, he's he's smart. like the, uh, I'll give him. I'll give him. He's smart. I'll give him that. But yeah. he looked like a little whiny little bitch. Because he has to collect one of every degree. Like a uh, university degree? Yeah, he has like a degree in everything. Because <laughs> he's so fucking hmm. smart. Cool. The real villain has all the degrees. Yeah, not like those shitty dumb villains. Yeah. The ones who only went to JUCO or online schools. They just went to like Skillshare and just watched some online courses. <laughs> they went to a trade school. Yeah. Free. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Those yeah. Plumber villains. <laughs> like Sandman. Are there, are there any, are there any plumber villains? Um, I can't think of any, but there you, you should were, be. You were thinking about your blue collar superhero team. What are their blue collar villains? Yeah. Think of those guys right now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, blue collar villain would be like Sandman. I guess Vulture is a blue collar villain. At least the movie but, but version. But I mean, Simon turned good at the end. I think so. He's—I thought he was a, a a good guy. Now, I don't think he still counts as a villain. Uh, is he a good guy? Unless maybe in the comics he turned now? again. I thought he. Had I, turned. I, imagine I he thought turn he was again. working for like Shield or, or one of the agencies. I thought he was an agent for someone. Yeah, probably. Who else? I guess Magneto in those uh, movies as well. He was a blue collar villain because he was working in a factory or whatever. Fuck the movies. <laughs> the Michael Fassbender one was working in a factory. Oh, I thought you meant Ian McKellen. No. A good version. The, the bluest of collared versions. Oh, yeah. No, he's he's definitely white collar, the Ian McKellen one. He was in a uh, concentration camp, for fuck's sake. How could he be white collar? <laughs> like, that says blue I wouldn't collar, call that blue uh, collar. Labor job as you get, right? Oh, we forgot to talk about that. Uh, his uh, aging. From the Dark Phoenix like movie little, like, to magical the magical eight year gap where he ages <laughs> yeah. forty five years. Yeah, it's crazy. He six got pack old. abs. Yeah. That was Man, crazy like, that aging. Yeah, that was that was a hell of a run he was on those eight years. Like Yeah, holy shit. Seriously. But, times were not good to Magneto. No. I mean <laughs> he looked better after the Holocaust <laughs> than after those eight years. That's crazy. I mean well, all right, so that raises even more questions, because in the uh, original trilogy, they do show, like, a flashback of him in the Holocaust, and after that, he comes out as Ian McKellen, not Michael Fassbender, pretty. Oh, really? Whoa. Don't they? I think in, like, number two, I think there's, like, a flashback to, like, young Magneto, isn't there? Um, I haven't, I haven't I, watched that set in sure. forever. I, I watched it not that long ago, but I was falling asleep during number two. Hmm. I guess I'm ready whenever you are. Okay. Hit it. 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to Giraffes Have Black Tongues Comics. I am Donnie. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm the much more beloved... Uh... Dave? I, I, I was trying to come up with something to throw on there. I couldn't think of fucking shit. I'm going to do the small the one that does occur, but yeah, that. that was a lie. Damn it. <laughs> that was my one chance to steal the show back, and I fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. Too late. The crowd See you already next week, turned everybody. on me after last week. <laughs> I can never win them back now. Right. Shit. All right. Well, today we are here to talk about comic books. We're going to talk about Hulk Vereens Collected and... Django Zorro. Then we're going to talk about the new season of Jessica Jones. Montage. Maybe something else. Yeah, montage. All right. Well, we have a montage of comics to talk about. So, what do you want to talk about first? I guess let's go with Hulk Marines. All right. Because speaking of speaking of uh, montages, there weren't any in this book. Boom. Nice. Yeah, got it. Nailed it. Nailed that intro. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is Hulk Vereen's uh plural, as we'll find out by the end of this book. There's uh multiple Hulk Vereens. So that's pretty badass. Is that the is that the word you would use to describe that was badass, really? Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very was badass. It? Was it though? <laughs> it was Seeing it was a, a version. Thing. I think that's more right. accurate. It was a thing that we read. Dude, Logan Hulk Vereen with his hairy chest. That that was awesome. I love the chest hair on that Hulk Vereen. That was amazing. That's what Hulk needs is chest hair. I Yeah, it is kind of well, I mean it is like gamma poisoning, so maybe he can't grow. Yeah, but he has hair on his head. Hair. Yeah, I, I don't know. But that's not when yeah. he's in gamma monster form. We yeah, it is. Motherfucker. Yeah, it is. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, anyway, this is about Weapon H, which is just like Wolverine plus the Hulk equals hulk Vereen. You see, that's their fusion. So it's like about some dude who has the powers of uh, both of them. Clever. Which is, yeah, yeah, very, very clever. Nice, nicely done. I think it's weird, though, that they give him the hulk Vereen powers, and they all, they all adopt the, the claws in their fists, too. When it happened to Hulk, they're like, "Oh, he's a Hulk. He has now he has claws suddenly because of the stupid, uh, whatever the fuck they did <laughs> to change them into yeah. that." So I was talking to you before we started about how I thought this was that continuation of the Weapon X story that I was reading that was kind of like building up to this. I had no idea that they actually started like a Weapon H Hulk Vereen like solo book, but I don't remember them putting adamantium inside of the Weapon H Hulk Vereen guy. So, it makes zero sense, and there's zero continuity in the history of, like, any Wolverine or Wolverine clone that Marvel is going with here in this story sense, because in order to become Wolverine and get the claws, you have to have adamantium implanted in your skeleton, which I don't think happens, so it's fucking stupid as all hell that magically, <laughs> just because you are, like, infected with his blood... You get his magic fucking blade knives. It's well, so I thought dumb. that his uh, I thought that was like part of his mutation too. Like he just had bone claws that come out. No, 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 no. Wolverine's mutation, his mutant power, is the healing ability. But did, what, what about X the claws? Gave him the claws. Weapon X. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
It, it, well, because he had the, the human movie, factor, they realized that he can. Yeah, who the don't ever use the movies as a frame ask, of reference around me ever. Why, why don't you ask Hugh shit. Jackman? Ask Hugh Jackman where those claws came from. Hugh Jackman has never read a comic out. in his life. He knows. I don't know what you're implying. Does he? He knows. I don't yeah, think he, he does. does. He was Wolverine for like what ten years? No, like eighteen years. He's never read a comic book before. No, I think yeah, I think he has. He referenced the the yellow spandex in the first movie. He definitely read a comic. That was a line written for him in the movie. <laughs> he saw it. <laughs> All right, nuts. sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. I forget <laughs> what, were what we saying? were talking about. I do too. Stupid Wolverine. Oh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> his his mutant healing power. The Weapon X scientists, they saw that that was his mutant power, so they realized that they could try to do all these shitty experiments on him, and they implanted the adamantium to his bones, and he was able to heal from it. So if you don't have mutant healing ability, you can't magically get the claws. Right. Yeah, there are a few plot holes. Yeah, and they are glaring as all hell. So I, I love this book. Do you know why? Because it's Hulk Wolverine. Well, because on the on the cover on the cover of the very first issue, they told me that I know I love it. It's like Hulk Wolverines. <laughs> the subtitle is "Come on, you know you love it." Uh-huh. Yeah, I do love it. It's the dream it's dream we've all wanted. If only Thing were yeah. there. <laughs> right? Yeah. Fuck Hulk for things. Hulk for things. I would have fucking lost my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Also, they start this book in uh, Akron, Ohio. Represent. Yeah, that was cool. Well. Yeah. That world famous Akron, Ohio Bob's Furniture Discount no, store, which is a secret like Big Bob's Lumber Lounge. And it's okay. it's a gay bar. You you know that place. I've been there. I frequent it. Yeah, yeah, we've we've all been there. But underneath it's where they keep the leader secretly prisoner. Right, yeah. Who who knew? Right here in Akron, Ohio. The leader is uh Howard Stern. Sterns. Plural oh. Sterns. I just wrote Stern. <laughs> I think it's There's Daniel. Many. There's many Howard Sterns. I think it's Daniel. Let's see. Well, anyway, no, I, he, he does a thing where he uh, kills people with, with uh, paper. That so, was fun. Yeah, that was, that was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> they give him this piece of paper. They're like, oh, what about this Hulk Vereen? He's like, hmm, as he's rolling it up, and then he stabs the dude in the eye with it. It's like, wow, cool. Oh, and then he, he throws another piece of paper down and makes another dude slip like a banana peel in a cartoon, and he just like falls directly on his neck and breaks it from stepping on this piece of paper and slipping on it. Yeah. It was awesome. He's the smartest villain in all of Marvel's comics, so you know, he knows how to plan shit out. He could be a Looney Tunes villain, it's awesome. He <laughs> just is. Just do more lo- stupid yeah. shit like that. What's that one guy who was like in the purple coat and he had that really weird hat and he always hung out with that dog who always made those little laughs from like all the like oh uh Berra race car adventure wacky cartoons? racers yeah it's called wacky yeah. racers he reminds but I can't me of remember that, that guy's guy. name wasn't he like a uh, Devin Dastardly or something I, I don't it's know what something it was. Dastardly yeah but yeah he reminds me so much of that of fucking guy yeah he does that guy actually looks a little like Waluigi too. I mean, they they do both rock that purple, and yeah, and they have that uh, awesome mustache. Yeah, and they're both not in Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you, you. <laughs> youths. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, children. 
<laughs> goddamn heroes. All right, what else do we have here? Oh, they had they had a weapon that was a adamantian shrapnel. That was cool. Yeah, that was pretty wow. clever. Yeah, very clever. They but really why prepared. if like they're made of adamantium, so I don't understand why it's hurting him so badly. I don't either. Shouldn't they find like a some kind of like corrosive metal or some bullshit that would some acid that works against adamantium and uh then just like melt the bones and everything? That's what I would do. Those guys are stupid. Yeah. I mean, the leader is the smartest villain they have, so if if he bothered to come up with it, it must have been a good idea then, right? I guess so. But um, who is he the leader of? I mean, he sometimes gets, like, Abomination and Absorbing Man to do his dirty work. He doesn't, oh. like, he doesn't lead a team or anything. His name is just the leader. That's his code name. Hmm. Okay, well... Because Brainiac is a DC villain, so they can't just give him that name. Oh, I see. They could have just called him, like, Big Brain Stearns or something. Big Brain Jones. (laughs) Yeah. Give him a radio show. I mean, that's maybe what he does when he's not in prison. Yeah, probably. He's a shock jock. He's probably, like, he's... No, I think... I picture him as, like, an airplane... A paper airplane champion. Because, I mean, like... (laughs) How the fuck did he meticulously planned it out so perfectly that the luckiest of luck would like bless him to create that like fall for that card and kill him like that has zero skill or mathematical or like scientific like effort put into it it's all just a thousand percent <laughs> dumb fucking cunty luck like fuck that oh, guy yeah. so stupid that was so goddamn dumb the slipping the slipping on the fucking banana peel thing. thing i've ever seen yeah <laughs> god damn it Dude. i can't get over how angry i am about that it's like he he just learned it from watching Looney Tunes and not from reading books or being smart. He just like watches <laughs> cartoons. <laughs> yeah, like the the putting the piece of paper and to a point and like stabbing the dude in the eye. It's like yeah, I would I would give him that. Like that's unexpected. The eye is vulnerable. You know, like okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Just like, but then he casually tosses that, that paper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, if like if he had done anything else in the history of the world other than just following it up by like throwing that paper out to luckily break some guy's neck, I would have been like, yeah. oh, okay, that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's like, like maybe you could just time sat it. down and twiddled his thumb for like ten minutes and just show me that for like eighteen pages long, and I would have been like, okay, <laughs> that was cool, I guess. Right. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, it's so fucking stupid. Yeah, like, I would even give it if he just threw that piece of paper and the dude just, like, fell down. I'd be like, okay, sure. But he, like, <laughs> his feet just go completely up in the air and he just <laughs> turns 180 degrees and falls directly down on his neck. Like, uh, apparently, like, if you work you for that? S.H.I.E.L.D., you have the shittiest traction on the bottom of your shoes. <laughs> I know, so fuck. keep that in mind if you're ever applying. Yeah, that's fucked. All right, anyway. Stern is, like, falling in love with this other villain. What was that other villain's name? An- was it Anola? Dr. Anola? Uh, something like that. There's some other doctor lady but in there. They were like... She was She was in that Weapon X book. She was one of the ones that was helping the leader of... They weren't called Weapon X. I, oh, they said the name of them. Rexon? Or I don't know. Recon or something like that? I think it was Ruxon, like R-O-X-X-O-N. I think that okay. was the company that was uh, relaunching like the Weapon X thing, and she was one of the doctors that was working there on that pro- project. Oh, okay. Hmm. But yeah, 
Because they were both so evil and so smart and dastardly, they fell in love. They're turning each other on. They're making out and shit. Yeah. It's nice. Good love story. Even in the most evil of hearts needs a companion, I guess. Right. Oh, and on, on the cover of uh, issue three. So on the cover of issue one, they're like, come on, you know you love it. It's Hulk Marines. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And then on issue three, they said, no pants are safe for the Hulk Marines. Which uh, I would argue that pants are the only things that are safe when you are talking about the Hulk. His pants are always fine. They never get no, torn no. off. Because they start out as full-length regular pants, and they end up as like shitty giant purple Jean shorts. The jean yeah. shorts, dude. No it's one, fun. no one is safe in jorts. No one wants that for themselves. Except the Not Hulk, dude. Bruce purple Banner. jorts. Purple jorts. And how is it? No matter what color pants he's wearing, they always turn purple. <laughs> Hulk's yeah, a weird dude. Who the fuck dude. has purple pants? Yeah. Yeah, is Bruce Banner just walking around with purple pants all the time? Like jumbo-sized purple pants for when he yeah. uses control? Yeah, that waist, like the buttons always remain intact. That's crazy. That button should be popping right off when he turns into yeah. the Hulk. Yeah, because I bet you anything, the Hulk has never like calmly stood still to get tailored or even like <laughs> get his inseam or anything measured. So how yeah. the fuck is it that like... Banner is somehow able to like know his pant waist size and like his, his length and get him the right <laughs> size every single time when he destroys every pair he wears. It must just it be elastic weird. pants then. It's got to be elastic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe they're purple because they're like basketball shorts. Like they look, they look like they're jorts, but maybe they're just like basketball shorts or something. And that explains it. Yeah, that could be it. I don't know, there's something going on with those pants. Yeah, this is the biggest mystery in all of Marvel is the Hulk's pants situation. Well, it's like everyone's, even in uh, Dragon Ball, they always constantly get hit by like a Kamehameha, and then their their shirt will just be completely ripped off, but their pants are just totally fine. Pants in comics and cartoons and shit, they're always safe. You can't tell oh. me the pants are not safe, they're fine. But in Dragon Ball, back up. those blasts only attack the upper torso. They don't, there's oh, no, no like brush back on the lower half. Oh, there's, no, that gets the whole, the whole body. It's a whole body assault. Oh, <laughs> I thought they used some precision aiming or something on that. Oh no, dude. They just try to, they just aim everywhere and hope that something hits. Also, how did Wolverine become not dead? They've been talking about resurre- dead Wolverine for a while. They were resurrecting him. When, mm-hmm. when did this book come out? It's a, February of this year, right? I think so, yeah. It's it's a new book. So, so new. that resurrection shit must already be going on then, because he's already been resurrected, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. But, I don't know when okay. that shit was going on, because I have zero interest in ever reading a second of that, so I don't know. Oh, apparently well. it's already in full motion. Well, we'll have to read more about that. Someday. Yeah, I can't wait to read The Rebirth of Wolverine. Yeah. Or the return of Wolverine. I think it's called the return of Wolverine. I don't fucking know. Whatever it is. But all right. So one more note here I had about this. So at the end of issue one and at the end of issue two, it says to be continued. Yeah. Instead of to be continued. Yeah. Very funny. Wordplay. Because the claws, you see, the claws are very uh, strong. God damn it. So 
at the end of the book, they, you know, they have a Hulk Vereen, which is this dude, I forget his name. He's like a gray Hulk with all the Wolverine spikes coming out of him. And no, then that was, that was weapon H. Yeah. Yeah. At some point, all three of them are Hulk Vereens. So Logan becomes a Hulk and Hulk grows claws. I don't like how the Wolverine version has like the Wolverine haircut still. Oh, really? I kind of like that. Yeah. That was fun. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. He's such a fun guy. I love Wolverine. Yeah. It's cool hairstyle. Yeah. Mutton chops. <laughs> I'm glad Captain I'm glad America those back from up. the dead too. Yeah. Right. Captain yeah. Widow. Yeah, they're like, oh, we better, we got to help with this Hulk Vereen situation. I like how it's just Captain America and Black Widow, who probably can't do shit against the, the, Hulk like two, Yeah, the two yeah. Like, least effective <laughs> characters they could send. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you guys going to do with that? I'll throw the shield at him, which will anger him more. Yeah. <laughs> Slow him down for The shield will one, come back to me, and then I'll... Second. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like a boomerang. This will work. Yeah. This will stop the Hulk. Black Widow will uh, do some flips and uh, shoot some bullets at them. Yeah, because uh, as perfect. we've all seen every a thousand times before, bullets stop yeah. the Hulk every single time. Hulk is like, ah, my only weakness, bullets. <laughs> no one's ever tried that one before. Good job, Black Widow. Yeah, wow, who knew? They did introduce a uh, a newer S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who I'm, I'm not familiar with, Agent Ning. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask, how do you pronounce that name? It's just spelled N-G. I believe Ning. Really? I don't know. When I was working um, at Ning. Sterling, like, and I had to make all those phone calls, and we would get that name come up, and I would always pronounce Ningayan, and people would sometimes correct me and say it's Win is how they pronounced it. Oh. So I think it depends on like what part of like the Philippines their descendants are from. I don't know. Okay. Uh, yeah, who knows? Other people go with Win. Like there is a pro football player named Dat Win, who spells it the same way too, but he pronounces oh. it Win. Wow. So. Well, that's because it's like you win the football game. That's what I would do if I was an athlete and had that as my yeah. last name. I'd make it Win, just you know. It for just like says morality's sake. Your your jersey just still says Stewart, but you just say it's pronounced Win. It's pronounced Win. It's yeah. pronounced Champion. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else about Hulk Vereens? Um, no. Do you want to hear a review? Uh, I guess. Okay, well, okay. Don't, don't get too excited. <laughs> Read some I'm fucking reviews, you one. cuck! Okay, this review was four stars, and the title is four stars, and the review goes four stars. That's all I found for this. <laughs> so, there's, there's only one review on Amazon, it was just that. So, moving on, <laughs> what, how do we transition here? Speaking of uh, two heroes coming together. Yeah. Speaking of like the dream team dynamic duo. Yeah, we also read Django Zorro. So, <laughs> this book was long as fuck. Like, that Hulk Vereens was short, which was nice. Django Zorro is not short. It took me a while to read this one. Yeah, I had to take a couple breaks. It wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that it was long. It was like maybe like 25 pages each chapter, but there were like seven of them. It's and, wordy. Yeah, it's it wordy, though. wordy at parts. So Quentin Tarantino was uh, one of the writers for this book. So you can kind of see how this could just be a movie 
and how it should probably just be a movie because this exposition thing is like that, you know, he kind of does that like cool introductions to different characters. Like when he is introducing the bad guys who are potential investors for uh, the main bad guy. And they're like, you know, showing a picture like this is this guy. He's like, blah, blah, blah. But you need like cool music and cool like voiceover to <laughs> make that work. And in a comic, I, I, I'm just like, I don't care. Who the fuck is this? Uh, I was picturing fuck? it. Oh, I was picturing like my own in my head when I read that part, though. Oh, okay. So, who was doing the voiceover? Uh, not the voiceover, just like the cool like music that they always have and like. Oh, yeah, well, well, so was I, but I'd rather just see that than read it in the comic. Also about uh, Quentin Tarantino being part of the writers. Guess how many times they said the N word? Oh yeah, I don't know. You said you were keeping a tally. Yeah, a a Four. surprisingly. Oh, you're you're close. It was a surprisingly restrained saying the N word five times, and then saying a variation of the N word two times, and then the very first time they're about to say it, uh, the dude just gets gets to uh, N I before he gets shot by <laughs> Django. So he he got a third. So I would say seven and a third. Well, all right. When you say variation, are you saying Negro? Are you counting that? Because yes. that is just the Spanish word for the color black. They were referring to Django as that, so I considered as, it that in context. Were they saying, like, the? Like, specifically, like, calling him the black? Or was they just saying, like, Negro or something? No, they're saying, like, he's, like he's a. No, they're using it oh. as a noun. Okay, okay. Not, okay. I, I, know, right. I know the difference. It's so used that, as a yeah, noun. He's definitely... <laughs> Are you counting the one time uh, the Indian, the Navajo prison, called him burnt? The I I didn't little, count that, like, but uh, I, I didn't would, count I would maybe that. Count but that I one. Okay, well, well, it doesn't start with an N or anything. I I just wrote the I, in my notes. It just says N count. There was no N in that word. Speaking well, of uh, racial slang words that they used, yeah, uh, I also kept a count of the other the R word that they were using as well. They did use the that R one word three times or two times. Yeah. Oh wait, which one is that? It's, it's the offensive term for Native Americans that a professional NFL football team still to this day. Oh, Redskins. As you could say that, dude. That's offensive as fuck. Yeah, you Washington Redskins. You definitely dude. shouldn't unless you're a scumbag. <laughs> oh, dude. And they called. Uh, let's let's talk about the other one for Indians. They called them so, Wahoos one time. So they, they said that a chief lot. Yeah. Well, no, everyone knows those racists. That's why the Indians have stopped, have finally stopped using that thing. And then also... Do, do you have Chief Wahoo tattooed on you? No. Okay, not yet, at least. Not yet. They also said uh, Indians... How many of your hats So they used that? my favorite slogan in the world for cops, but they were using it for Indians. All right. Like... The the most true statement about cops is the only good cop is a dead cop because that's yeah, a fact yeah. of life. And this is that about Indians, but then uh, they got stopped because <laughs> Django yeah. started fighting them. Like they were trying to yeah. sully that good slogan. Like, come on, man. Yeah, the only true. good cop is a dead cop. But come on, Indians, they're fine. They'll be a dick. Did they call them? Did they call them Injuns at all? Injuns, yeah. All right, <laughs> good. At least they did that. Uh, well, going back to the N word, but probably uh, I went like online. eight. Well, I have, okay. like, every single... I have the Wahoo logo in, like, every single color. Okay. So, <laughs> For I mean, your hats? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. But going back to the back to the N-word, I also looked up 
how many times they say the N-word in the Django Unchained movie. Uh, any guess to how That's many like times they say the N-word in that? 285. <laughs> no, it's 115. Okay, but that was still like a record or something, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was like, a, re- like a record. <laughs> so many N-words. Yeah, it's the record. <laughs> so what I'm saying is Quentin Tarantino... Well, one of two things happened. Quentin Tarantino showed great restraints in only using the N-word seven times. Or Dynamite Comics was afraid of uh, <laughs> yeah. allowing him full, full power Or these here. other writers were like, just come on, cut out some of those N-words. You don't need to say the N-word that many hey, times. We can, we can use some racial slurs for Native Americans if you'd like. How about that? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Instead of that other yeah, one. Yeah, you can. Come on, you got to tread uh, new territory here. We've already seen you use the N word. Venture out, times. yeah, venture out. Expand your expand your horizons, Quentin. Yeah. Uh, not a not a lot of racial slurs for like uh, Mexican people, though. I, would, I was expecting more of that since they were in Arizona well, and kind of yeah, using Spanish. Well, that, that part confused me because they kept referring to them all as Indians and stuff. But I was like, half of them were speaking Spanish like throughout the book. So I wasn't sure yeah. if they were all just Hispanic from, like, Mexico or if they were actual, like, Native Americans. I was a little bit well unsure about that. I was thinking that the Spanish got to that part of the U.S. before the English did, and that's why. So, uh, besides the racial stuff here, let's, let's, let's get into this book here. I love the names that these people have, like some of the side characters. They're awesome names. There's somebody named Kid Cuddy McGraw. <laughs> That's a fucking cool name. Harlan Styles or or Stills, I can't, I'm not sure how to pronounce that, but I like Styles, Harlan Styles. Uh Archduke of Arizona. That's a, that's a title, that's not a name. Well, yeah, but it's still cool. Uh and then what was the other one? Anvil Charlie. <laughs> yeah, Anvil Charlie was awesome. <laughs> Dude, he has a Thor hammer. That was amazing. Yeah. He threw it like Thor. He threw it like Thor once and then <laughs> that like was later awesome. And then later, Django picks it up, and he's holding it like Thor as well. Yeah, that's amazing. Anvil Charlie was one of the best bad guys because he would use <laughs> yeah. that anvil, and he would make like his lackeys like hold down any of the the Indians or the Spanish the slave people, Indians, whatever they were. Yeah, the slaves. He would hold them down, and if they were like thinking of rebelling, he would use the anvil to chop off like a finger or like yeah, drive a railroad stick in your tongue or like break their <laughs> ankles. Awesome. Like man. That dude's awesome. of that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the Thor I've always wanted to see. Yeah. He's a very violent plus, plus he has like the he has an eye patch or like a bandana over one eye. Yeah. I enjoyed that a lot. The other thing was the way that this Archduke of Arizona got Arizona, he had this like really fucking long, ridiculous, drawn-out plan where he had to become a monk for seven years to forge some documents to, like, make Arizona his. This is a really convoluted plan. It was it was I, it, trouble following that, I guess. I mean, it, it didn't have to be for seven years. It's just that's how long it ended up taking him because he had to earn the trust of yeah. Brother Ignacio, who was, like, the main monk, before he could get right. access to the library. And that's where the records were and he had to forge that to like put it in uh his wife or that adopted girl's name yeah to fake her backstory i don't know man it, it was such a weird convoluted thing that they were doing 
but anyway, he he that's how he became Arizona was or the uh, Archduke of Arizona is because of uh, this weird fucking dumb plan that he did. And then they want to build a railroad through this Arizona here, and that's why he's calling the investors, including Old Man Zorro, because I guess he's a rich guy. He has all this gold and stuff. But I was thinking that you could probably bring Hell on Wheels into the mix here if you're talking about building railroads and stuff. Bring some uh, Bohannon in there. That'd be great. As much as I love Bohannon, he is no Anvil Charlie. <laughs> well, no, he's not, but he would be <laughs> pretty, I mean, you pretty don't fun need, to watch him fuck around. You don't need two railroad foremen, though. Like, like, they both have the same job. Bohannon was like the kind-hearted, loving... I'll just shoot you and kill you version of Anvil Charlie. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I mean, the Swede, the Swede might have gotten along with Anvil Charlie. They could have worked together. Yeah, sure. I think they were more going from like Utah to Wyoming, I think, though. So they weren't oh. as far down south. Okay, I see. Well, they could have made a little detour. That would have been a hell of a crossover if they did that. Oh, yeah. I was surprised that Zoro was an old man in this. I was thinking he was going to be the uh, the Native American uh, guy who just drove his stagecoach around for him. I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking he was going to be De La Vega. Oh right, yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, weird. I was hoping it would be Antonio Banderas, but it was. Well, eh, I mean, this is more similar to that movie because Antonio Banderas had to learn it from old man Anthony Hopkins and old man Odin. Oh really? You had to train him to be Zorro. Oh shit! Remember? I haven't seen that movie in a long time. I didn't know Anthony Hopkins was in it. I'll have to rewatch it. That's yeah. awesome. Odin. Oh fuck! He's the real Zorro, and then he teaches Banderas how to take his place. Oh shit! That's awesome. All Zoros have to train their heirs to become the next Zorro, or not heir, but like they're next in line. Okay, awesome. I I also like these investors having their big fancy party while uh, and uh, while Django just happens to meet Zorro uh, on this on the road there. And then Zorro hires him to be a bodyguard. So that's why they're working together. But when they're at the house talking to the Archduke of Arizona, they're, they um, have the, this fancy dinner. And then they're like, Oh, okay. Now the men shall retire to the drawing room for cigars. Woman. Good night. <laughs> Get out of here. I, I like that idea of like retiring to a drawing room. That's pretty fun. I want to do that. Have some cigars. Yeah. You could open your own little vape room in your house. Yeah, that'd be fucking cool. After dinner, you can retire to it. (laughs) Yeah, retire to the drawing room for vapes. (laughs) (laughs) For vape. For e-cigarettes. Yeah, Yeah, e-cigarettes. Oh, yeah, I want that. That's that's the thing. E-cigarettes and steel reserves. Yeah. That's the dream. Right. Just vaping and drinking cheap malt liquor. Oh, fuck yeah. Jenny Creams. Oh, yeah, the fanciest. All right, what else was happening? Oh, and then there was another one. Another guy said, I do declare. And I like that line a lot. <laughs> that was, that's always fun when people say, I do declare. Yeah. And uh, Django mentions that he saw an Avenger as well. I wonder which Avenger Thor. that could be. Yeah, I guess it must have been Thor. Yeah. He had a hammer. <laughs> There was there was lots of like lots of talk of using like fouls in place of like insults and like compliments. 
when they first go into town, oh. De La Vega gets called a peacock, which I think was supposed to be like a <laughs> slur for like a homosexual back then. Yes, definitely. And so like a, a group of guys are like uh, going to beat him up because he might be gay, maybe. And then he just beats the <laughs> shit out of all of them because he's Zorro. And he also carries a hidden knife sword in his walking cane, which is badass. Yeah. And then later on, uh, what was the other one? Fuck, they called someone. They did say turkey at one point, but I know that oh, one. But yeah. There was another one. There was a third one that I can't remember what the fuck it was. Um, I didn't note it. Um, he said it. He said it's a Django. Oh, was it like? Was it something like a crow or something? Or yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it was yeah. Crow. Yeah. They, it was crow. They used a crow as the slur, I think. Yeah. Okay. I was. I wasn't sure if he was talking about Jim Crow. <laughs> Maybe if he was referencing that or what that was but yeah it was crow yeah or just because they're black yeah when uh Django very first meets with uh de la vega future old zorro who we didn't know yet was old zorro yeah old zorro is speaking in all spanish because he's from spain and Django's like i don't understand spanish so he switches to english and then he starts busting out words like panache and like he's using it so perfectly, even though he's like, "Oh, my English is a little bit, you know, hit or miss. I'm not that great at it." Well, second yeah. language, so it might not come across correctly. And then he's like explaining to Django what the word panache means and like the ex- explanation <laughs> for it. And I'm like, "Come on, man, you're being a dick. Now you're just showing him up." He was doing the uh, "Oh, how do you say?" and then like some like top shelf word, <laughs> like yeah, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, <laughs> what an asshole. Pop yeah, he's dick. really showing off. And then uh, the only other note I have here are Thundersticks. Oh, the... Uh, the greatest drunken game of chicken ever. <laughs> yeah, fuck. Dynamite hot potato. Yeah, <laughs> that is a <laughs> fucking man's man of a game. Yeah, dude. Also in this book, Django wears the Zorro costume and he has to become Zorro to like hide his identity to like fuck with the Archduke. He puts on this costume and everything... And it's like, yeah, I get it. Hide your identity. It's dark. Like, you know, just make sure no one can see you and no one will know that you're you're black because that's like the thing. It's like you're the only black guy here. And then he's just like way too fucking close to the Archduke and people like that, that you can clearly tell that it's a black man because the eye holes are like big enough so you can see the skin color. So I thought that was stupid that they didn't pick up on that. Like, I feel like they should take one look and be like, oh, it's the black dude, the only black dude in Arizona. So that must be him. Because he was, like, way fucking close, and it was, like, a well-lit hallway. So he could clearly tell that that's... Oh, Django. That's Django. Well, I suspect I he's not even that. disguising doing his that. voice. I, I doubt he disguised his voice. He didn't plan that <laughs> yeah. far ahead. I don't yeah. think they did that for uh, how it actually was. I think they were doing that for the reader's perspective. Because Zorro is normally a Hispanic man. And yeah. I think you can maybe, like... Maybe not necessarily tell if it was a Hispanic man or an African American man. Oh, uh, dude! When you're uh, like no, at on, night, no. it's at night, so. But it's in a hallway that's it's, well it's a, lit. It, well lit in like 1840 when like it's all candle lights only. You don't have <laughs> you like light tell. switches. Uh dude, Django is way more like, burnt than a Hispanic as well man lit would be. As it was in that hallway in the pictures, it was not that well lit in like actual life in that time. Because it was all candlelight and like, uh, it's, those it's a lot of called? candles. Those though. lamps that you used on Hell on Wheels, they used them. Kerosene lamps. Yeah, that thing. 
It was all yeah. those and like candles and shit. So it was yeah, not yeah. nearly that well lit in real life for that time. Well, I guess uh, N words come in all kinds of colors. That's what Django said. <laughs> it's like there's also white N words. <laughs> like, yeah, and then he and then he like <laughs> drove a train into the Indians, which is awesome. <laughs> I love that part. He just like has his train barreling in. And just like crashes it into the Indian slave camp and uh, fucks with Anvil Charlie. <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious great. to know. Like, this takes place a couple years after the Django movie. I'm very curious to know when the fuck he learned how to drive a train. That was crazy. It was awesome <laughs> though. He just figured it out. He just started pressing buttons. I guess it doesn't need to be. <laughs> that's that's what I would have done. Pretty. Just... Yeah. One of these buttons will make it go. Hopefully, he doesn't yeah. need to worry about stopping. Yeah, it's like it's on it's on rails. You'll be fine. And then uh, he refers, they refer to each other as Milk Brothers. Django kept using <laughs> Milk Brothers, which yeah, I, I'm still trying to figure out that? what the fuck that's supposed to mean. Is that like Cum like, Brothers? They're, they like, like... they're like Eskimo Brothers. That's the origin of that. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So, so, he, so he and the old uh, mute uh, Native American guy, they must have banged one of those like parlor girls. I guess. Yeah. And that's why this when they were all living in the barn. So I guess that's why he called him his milk brother. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. But Zoro also called Django his milk brother at one point, so I don't know who the fuck those two double teamed. Well, if it was like two white people, I would get it. It's like, yeah, he's my milk brother right there. We're well, both... And then the other thing is Django kept calling Zoro his uh a white guy. He kept talking about how he was the nicest white guy he knew or whatever. But he was yeah. Spanish. And I know he's like from Spain well, Spanish, so he's like more... Yeah. He's white. His pigment is more white than like Hispanic Mexican Spanish, but I thought that he's was definitely really a white man. Him a white guy. Yeah. Well, he is white. But not milk white. <laughs> I guess not. I wouldn't call him... Are you, are you telling me that Spanish people aren't white? No, I They know. don't count? <laughs> I was saying that I wouldn't refer to him as like white a white guy, like a Caucasian. So you you wouldn't let him into your club, is what you're telling I don't me. Own a club. <laughs> if you did, my my no whites allowed club. Yeah, I'd let him in. Here, okay. No, your whites only club. I don't know what club that is. You wouldn't allow him to don the hood. <laughs> I don't know what club that is. Uh, we'll keep your club a secret then. Do you have anything else about this book? No, it was okay. I mean, I haven't watched the movie Django Unchained in forever, and we've both already talked about how it's been like a decade plus since yeah. I've seen Zorro. So I, yeah. I'd maybe like I'd maybe watch those beforehand before reading this if you wanted to, just so you have some frame of reference. Yeah, I was a little I bit lost on like the references they might have been making. I missed any of them, if there were any, to the movies. I'm pretty sure there was, too. Like, I I'm, I got that feeling like, oh, this is a wink, and I don't know what it means. Django, at the very first time we meet Django, he's specifically hunting, like, this one guy who's a part of a brother, uh, yeah. a gang of brother bandits, and I assume, like, his brothers were probably from the movie, but I don't know for sure, so probably some kind of a nod to it. Yeah. But it was decent. I mean, it's okay if you like Django or Zorro. Yeah, sure. It's good enough. I mean, I, I liked it. Written by Quentin Tarantino, so the writing's good. 
Uh, it was enjoyable. Like the bad guys were cool. If you're a fan nice of Thor, scenes, yeah, you'll love this. True, yeah, a lot of Thor references. Let's hear some reviews. Read some fucking reviews, you cuck. Okay, so this one had a lot more reviews than uh, Hulk Vereens did, which is good. So this one is four stars, and it's good Zorro, okay Django. Even if you don't like Django Unchained, this is still a fun book. Better for Zorro fans. I would argue that uh, this was way more Django-centric than Zorro-centric. Yeah, I thought it was way more Django. Yeah, I got the feeling that Django was the main character and Zorro was a supporting character, so I don't know what he means by that. Okay, so this one's five stars, and it's crossover perfection. Great story and art. At one point, Django dresses up as Zorro. And that's it. This guy clearly hasn't read Hulk Vereens <laughs> yet. Yeah, right? That's crossover perfection. Another five-star review that this guy agrees with me. Five stars. This should have been Tarantino's next movie. So, uh, yeah. Okay, and I had one more. This was a three-star review. The title is, It felt like the addition of Django didn't add much to the... And then uh, it just stops there for some reason. And in this review, it's, it's weird because that's not actually in the body of the review. <laughs> they just sort of stop it in the middle of the title. Usually when that happens, it's just because they didn't put a title. But anyway, it says, Interesting artwork, but overall, I was underwhelmed with this, despite the promising premise. I felt too much the story had been there, uh, had a been there, done that element. I can't read today, apparently. Evil men in power abusing the locals, etc. It felt like the addition of Django didn't add much to the legend of Zorro. They ended up detracting since it never felt like the two came together in a way that created a story of itself. Either character could have been in the story on his own, and it would have felt the same. In fact, any lone server of justice for the downtrodden could have been inserted. It just felt bland and even a bit by the numbers. I don't know. I think that's... Eh. Yeah. I mean, again. I don't think it was supposed to like add to the lore of either Zora or Django specifically. It was just like a fun way to like get them both together to work together for something. Yeah, and it most certainly wasn't there to uh, further the legend of Zoro either. That was It was definitely a Django book featuring Zoro. Yeah, Django's first on the credits, so I mean, it's a Django story. Although, right, you know, yeah. Alphabetically. I do like right. that they kept calling him El Zorro, the Zorro, and so just simply Zorro. Yeah, dude. Sounds cool when you do that. Yeah. El Zorro. The El Chief Wahoo. El Jefe. Yeah. Right, there you go. That's the chief. I don't know how the fuck you say Wahoo. <laughs> so, that's Django and Zorro. Um, so, speaking of hero crossovers a little bit more we watched jessica jones season three for our next segment fuck these comic book shows Wait, why are you calling that one a crossover though uh because we had a well so, okay so spoiler alert in the very last episode we had a very special guest and uh that was 
Luke Cage. So there's another. There's your crossover. This is no, because we were saying we were going to watch like the first two or three episodes for this review specifically. You just yeah. texted me this morning when you saw who showed up to watch that <laughs> yeah. one. I did. But I mean, yeah. that is not a crossover. He's in it for two seconds to be like, hey, do you need help? No. Bye. Well, whatever. They were in the That's Defenders. They were all in the Defenders. It's fine. They had a crossover together before. It counts. All right. Anyway, we're uh, let's get into it, though. So how did you like Jessica Jones? Uh, I'm okay that, that I got that canceled. Yes? I'm okay I got canceled. Well, I mean, it was going to get canceled anyway. Yeah. Just because of the and whole I'm thing. I'm okay. I, I kind of like the season. There's like I, I I watched the whole thing this week. I, I ended up surprisingly getting through it. I mean, I enjoyed it well enough. We had a lot of a lot of Hellcats in this. Yeah, kinda. I, I liked that. I yeah. mean, it wasn't real Hellcat. It was just Patsy Walker and like a fucking mask. Well, yeah, she's wearing a uh, hijab. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she had like a scarf to hide her face. She just pulled her scarf up some. Yeah. Yeah. In the middle of summer. We did have that fashion montage though. How'd you like yeah. how'd you and like I that? I love that. That was cool. Yeah. Got to see classic costumes. Like she got to wear a classic Hellcat costume. Like there was she was wearing like this purple thing. Uh mm-hmm. originally like this purple costume and she like pulls out a hat and puts that on. And I was like, oh that's it's sort of like an opposite version of Jewel. Like, Jessica Jones was originally called Jewel. She got a code name. Oh. And for some reason, okay. she just stopped using that. But it was sort of like the reverse version of that costume as well, which was kind of neat. Like, Jewel had purple hair with this, like, sometimes it's blue, sometimes it's white costume. And uh, Hellcat was wearing this thing that was like a purple and white suit that sort of looked similar. I don't know. Maybe it was a nod to it, maybe not, but I thought it kind of was. Yeah, sure. That wasn't too bad. But yeah, the uh, Hellcat thing was like, kind of by the end, like, you eventually get to see Hellcat killing the shit out of, like, bad guys, which is pretty fun. (laughs) She's, like, scratching them like a cat, and she can see in the dark. She's just a cat, dude. She always lands on her feet. She just, like, got bit by a radioactive cat, apparently. I didn't see her clawing people. Like, she accidentally clawed that, like, super hot dude who was, like, teaching her self-defense, and then they fucked. Oh, yeah. And she accidentally <laughs> scratched his nip. But other than that, I didn't see her, like, clawing anyone. Oh, no, she... There's a there's a serial killer that gets pretty... Gets it pretty good. He gets clawed up. Oh, yeah, he gets... He gets he becomes Two-Face from that, from that claw that he got. Oh, shit. It was great. Yeah. So that he, that's actually the bad guy is Two Face, Two Face, whose name was Henry Salinger in the comic books, and he was a serial killer, and then got scratched by a Catwoman, by Catwoman probably. <laughs> that would make sense. Halle Berry. I think you're crossing. You're crossing over your uh, universes <laughs> here. No nah, man, I think I got it right. But yeah, Hellcat gains her powers by through montages. So she just went through this chain training <laughs> montage, and that's how she got her powers. And that's also how she found her costume. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> like, Dude, yeah. that's her solution for everything. No, because I had missed all of season two, so I did watch the like the recap I was telling you before yeah, yeah. episode one. And like I guess she was taking like some kind of like I don't know if it was supposed to be super soldier serum or if it was like uh HGH cocktail of 
superpowers or something but she yeah. was like taking unnatural like drugs to get her powers right right yeah i remember the drugs um and then, and then she so killed jessica's awesome. mother right yeah she, like how, she, how did she do her that mom and her her, and her mom are hanging out on a ferris wheel and she's like about to reveal oh, some yeah. big news to jessica and then out of nowhere you just see her head explode and like down below hellcat just shot her oh right okay or not hellcat but patsy right human form <laughs> not not cat form yeah she's not Catwoman yet yeah that that's what i thought it was all right but uh i have a question because that crack addict guy who lives outside of jessica's building and he's like her friend on during season one uh-huh. how is he now like this super cleaned up like successful He's like a fixer, basically. He's basically like the Ray Donovan of the Marvel TV show universe. Like, how the fuck did yeah, that um, happen? I thought that guy was a huge drug addict. Like, he was, he and then himself up. I, yeah, he because that was because of that uh, Kilgrave guy was uh, making him be a drug addict to spy on Jessica. Oh, and then he cleaned himself up, and he was working. I think he was working for Jessica he Jones for in season two. And yeah, uh, Jerry, yeah. He's working for and the like, the lady lesbian lawyer. <laughs> he's just constantly living with like these random girls who never wear yeah. pants all throughout it. It's just ass for days, like nonstop. Yeah, dude. He's he's like getting like ass. Every constantly. girlfriend he has is just nothing but their butt. Even even good, yeah, good definitely. for him, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, he's he's getting it. Definitely getting it. And also Jerry, the lawyer lady. She has ALS, and I thought that the uh, that ice bucket challenge cured ALS. Why is ALS still a thing? I thought we solved Appar- that. One. Apparently, they started like making this before it cured oh, it. Fuck. I guess maybe what before like, like I don't know. I don't know what the time. I don't know what the time stream is for when they did yeah. this. Wrote this part, but yeah, we already solved like, that. She needs an ice bucket challenge to cure herself. I think instead yeah, she tries yeah. to like poison herself. Right. If only she knew. All you needed was a bucket of ice. This fucking lawyer, too. She's like a... I think she's like a serial killer sociopath. Like, she's just like trying to bang this uh, other old lady lesbian that she knew in college. They had a really hot, uh, steamy cello scene, too. That was pretty good. The hottest cello scene I've ever seen. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> just this uh, old lady starts playing the cello for her. Then they starts, she like, comes up behind her, is like kissing her neck and stuff, and like taking her boobs out and everything it was great but yeah she just like totally fucks up this woman's life to like get her to get divorced from her husband and then eventually ends up getting her husband to kill himself i didn't i didn't get that far oh really okay she like exposes i think, his, I think uh, episode three is when they first like do the cello love scene i saw when they first oh, like, go back but she was okay. explaining she's in an open relationship with her husband like, yeah bang on and the she's side. like she's like too jealous so she sends uh malcolm over to spy on her husband and Malcolm's disguise is amazing because it's like a Riverdale disguise where he just like puts on a baseball cap and a backpack and he's like, Oh, I'm a student here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, That's I'm, amazing. I'm thinking of signing up. For it. <laughs> he could, he should definitely join Riverdale. Let's hope. Yeah, he's, for sure. He needs work now. Right. But yeah, so then through that, they discover the guy was like that dude and the old lady lesbian, they have a they had a kid together who uh who died and they had this uh fund uh in her name and the guy was embezzling money from his dead daughter's like charity fund. 
then when that got discovered, also he was banging grad students, which is cool. Yeah, I did, I did see that part. Yeah, that part's cool. But uh, then once that kind of was made public, thanks to Jerry, uh, he he ends up like killing himself and talking about how a bad person Jerry is like <laughs> during his like suicide video. It was pretty good. Also, they had this uh, drunk baseball player in the first episode. Yeah. Who was like driving his uh, escalator around and like hit some guy. And uh, that guy just has a little scratch on his leg. Malcolm comes up. He's like, you know, hey, we'll give you this uh, Escalade if you uh, don't press any charges. That's a pretty good deal, man. I would take that. Fuck. It is. Yeah, cause, like, we have that. It, it was messed up, but he was like, hey, we also have this deal with this uh, body shop. You just go there and say Malcolm sent you. They'll fix it up. So it's all good as new. Yeah, that's awesome. I'd be like, fuck so yeah, give I me was, that. I was very confused. The baseball player, he's the guy that's like banging Jessica Jones in the first like two episodes, right? Is that is that the same guy? No, no, those are different guys. Oh, so who was that guy? That guy is another super powered person. Actually, he he gets headaches around bad people. That's how they find the serial killer and everything. They just met uh, in a bar. So, like, how evil do you have to be for him his headaches to flare up? It's like they were, they were finding some people like uh, who just steal money. Like there was some lady where he got a headache around and she was like stealing money from people's 401ks at their company. And then there was like, you know, a serial killer who chops up bodies and like leaves them in like drums in the, in the dump. It's like, Oh, that's Dexter. Dexter did that. Yeah. Yeah. He, there's like a giant drum that Jessica ends up going into to find these different, uh, all these body parts and shit. And it's just, (laughs) it was fucking a shitload of them. It was great. Hmm. So like, so he doesn't know what they and white did. Collar criminals. Oh, also there was a so uh, there was like, a child like, porn. Uh, There's a child porn guy too. Oh shit! Yeah, so, so it's, it's nothing like, like I just stole like twenty bucks out of someone's wallet. He might get a like small headache. He might get a small headache. His headaches will increase like, in size. How bad was it for the kitty porn guy? Um, it was pretty bad. Like, he was, was having trouble. Was yeah, that he was having trouble then? looking at or him? Was, it's a worse headache, and then when the serial killer guy like touches him, his nose and eyes start bleeding. <laughs> so no, but uh, I'm asking, was his worst headache for the kitty porn guy? Like, no, it was for the serial killer. It was for the serial killer. Serial killer is not worse than kitty porn. Fuck that. He didn't get as close to the kitty porn guy. I think that I think it also has to do with how close he is. Mm. I don't know. Lame ass power, man. It is a lame power. It seems was like a shitty... From the, was his from the uh, Super Soldier Serum shit that uh, Hellcat was taking? They never is explained he, it. Or is he a one of those other ones that we used to not be able to say what they are? I don't know. I think he's that a one. Mutant. They don't explain it. Yeah, I know what it is. Oh. Mutant. He's an M-word. But yeah, his power is lame. Because once he gets close to these bad people, he just becomes like incapacitated. And it's just like, oh man, that sucks. <laughs> he's the worst <laughs> bastard really... to have. Yeah, it is. It sucks. So that's like the shittiest version of Cerebro imaginable. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, let's 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 see here. Oh, the serial killer has a brother, too, and his brother's name is Donnie. So that's, that's cool. That's fun. Yeah. They also kept talking about uh, Mr. Rand, but he didn't actually show up. Damn it. Oh, man. I know. 
<laughs> I was so hoping that when you sent me, like, hey, check out this last episode, I was so hoping that Danny Rand showed up. Oh, yeah. I wish. I, I was kind of hoping that, like, everybody would show up. They'd be like, oh, hey, this uh, serial killer, he was actually working for uh, the Kingpin. So let's uh, let's talk to Daredevil about that. Uh, but no. Or, like, um, when Hel- Hellcat eventually becomes Crumbopolis Michael but for killing bad guys. <laughs> so <laughs> I was hoping that, you know, she was like trying to find bad people and then just basically kill them because, uh, you know, all this uh, serial killer business ends up pretty bad for her. And I guess again, spoiler alert that the serial killer kills her mother, which is pretty brutal. Oh man. Um, that so that's, died? that's why, yeah, that's why she snaps and like becomes Crumbopolis. Yeah, but her mom was a cunt. She hated her. Well, you know, still, yeah, it's still the mother, I guess. Pretty brutally murdered as well. Um, but when she's doing that, I was kind of hoping the, the Punisher would come in and be like, you're, you're taking my style. I don't like that you're using my style. I'm the Punisher. Bruh! And fucking, they would have a good fight. I, I would enjoy that. I just want the Punisher some more. But okay, let's talk a little bit about the special guest crossover appearance by luke cage at the very end so luke cage is still wearing his fancy suit time spot yeah i know i was sad when he let when he walked out that door i'm like no don't walk out the door they didn't they didn't like he didn't impregnate jessica they didn't get married like yeah he just like what do they even talk about like they talk about nothing for like 30 seconds i think i think i I don't know it must have been like everyone thought jessica killed someone but it was actually hellcat and so, like, yeah. Luke just shows up and he says, hey, are you doing okay? Need someone to talk to you? She's like, no, I'm fine. And then, then he leaves. That was it. Like, All right, see you later. I gotta cool. go back to the club that I own now. I'm a bad guy now. Yeah, and also, bad by the way, I'm a, I'm a villain now. Dude, his fucking, like, <laughs> crazy, like, silk suit. Holy shit. Also, he grew, like, a beard, too. So we're getting, like, bearded well, Luke that's, Cage. I like that. That's kind of how the more recent Luke Cage looks in, like... Oh, really? When they kind of announced, like, the Luke Cage show originally, they redid yeah. a, a Cage and Fist series, and they made Luke Cage, like, this giant bruiser-looking character who looks like he's the size of, like, Hulk. Oh, cool. But he wears this awesome fucking suit, and he's got this, like, groomed-to-shit awesome-looking beard. And then they make oh, Iron wow. Fist like this tiny little like, like <laughs> I don't know. He's like a ninety pound like chipmunk character. Like he's just like a hyper Whoa. like douchey as all hell like lame little like sidekick character. It's a shitty series. Oh, man. I didn't like it that much. But Fat Mariah or Black Mariah, she's in it with her sidekick. Oh sweet! Damn, we should read that. They wear matching tracksuits that Danny Rand buys for him sometimes, but then Luke Cage often oh, changes cool. back into his cool suit. Jessica Jones has a brief appearance because she hates Luke hanging out with Danny. Yeah, I would too. No way. I'd want. I'd be like, yeah, my husband can hang out with his super rich friend who buys him everything ever. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you gotta have rich friends. I mean, they have a daughter to support now, so they need a, a rich friend. Yeah, they do. I just miss Luke Cage, man. I wish that show was still going on. Like, I don't care that much about this Jessica Jones show. But uh, Luke Cage and Daredevil and Punisher, Iron Fist? I really care no, about. F- Not Iron Fist. No. Cage and I Fist. I want to see those ones. The only two that matter. Cage and Fist. No, dude. Daredevil? You don't want to see another season of Daredevil? No, I don't I don't like Daredevil. 
What about that last season? That last season want, was amazing. I want, the, I want Kingpin. That Marvel's was the one the thing Kingpin. I think we were it before we started recording. Was that yeah? As, as much as everyone loves these god awful pieces of shit movies that they make, like the TV mm-hmm. shows for Netflix have the greatest villains that they've ever done for anything live action. And by that, I mostly am just speaking solely of Kingpin. Yeah, Kingpin was Kingpin amazing. And Davos, the Steel Serpent on Iron Fist, he was good too. Well, I didn't. Purple I didn't get Man was it, trash. Fuck that guy. I hated that guy. He's so annoying. Yeah, he was. He was very annoying. But thank God they brought him back at the very end of this show. Thank God that shitty Doctor Who has to get that. I don't understand why he was back though. Like, why would you? They just had a weird voiceover when she was buying a train he ticket. Never to actually leave. left, maybe. But he's. They or, snapped his neck. He's he was confirmed dead. What? Maybe he's still in her head. I guess. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, Maybe I wish we could move on from that guy. He appeared last season, too, uh, just like as a hallucination, talking to her. Like, I don't know why we have to have him back in the very last episode of the series. What the fuck? So all these terrible Marvel things are under the impression that they're good at making villains, even though they're all fucking horrible. And they sign them to, like, these huge, like, multi-year contracts, so they have to bring them all back a thousand times. That's why we still have shit with that god-awful Loki and everything. Well, okay, but some of the movies had good villains, like Jeff Bridges and Iron Man. That was a good... Jeff Bridges. He was okay. He was okay. He was not a good (laughs) character to pick, though. The Mandarin. I'm not going to acknowledge that as a villain. Yeah, He was just some shithead. It was interesting. Talking about fortune. The Mandarin is like his greatest villain of all time, and we wasted on like this joke, one little joke part in the movie. Yeah. Uh, What else? And plus it was whitewashed as shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was whitewashed. Crossbones was okay, I guess. Which one's that? Captain America 2. He's in it for three oh. seconds, and then I think okay. he died. No, no, I think he comes back in the elevator, or else he gets killed. I don't know. Okay, I see. Well, whatever. Killmonger. He was an awesome villain. <laughs> He's so fucking badass. He was you didn't good. like Killmonger? Okay. I, I liked him He's a lot. Really he was a villain, awesome. though. I mean, he was doing it for all the right reasons. But he was still he doing the exactly bad things. He was still the... Well, <laughs> okay. Doing bad things for good is not making you a villain. He he has, like, cigar burns to represent all the people that he murdered. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's badass. A very that's villainous thing. It is badass. No. Uh, dude, what, what did he say at the very end? He's like, bury me in the ocean with, like, the the slaves who... Didn't make it to America. That's fucking awesome. It's so fucking badass. What what was that line? Yeah. I, I wish I could. That is not a villain. That's a that hero. Awesome. <laughs> like if ever there was fuck. a hero. It's Killmonger. Killmonger was amazing. Thanos too. At least in Infinity War, I thought he was a great yeah. villain. Not so much in Endgame, but uh, Infinity War Thanos was awesome. And I can't think of any more villains. The Scrolls in a uh, Miss Mar or uh, Captain Marvel. Still haven't seen that one yet. But I assume they disappoint. <laughs> Probably. Except Ronan. Ronan's great. Well, yeah, sure. But yeah, I mean the the Marvel villains were cool. Like that that I, I like Cottonmouth a lot. And Luke Cage, he was awesome. Yeah, Mariah yeah. was awesome too. Black Mariah was good. She, she was great for a comic book character, but she was good. Well, yeah, she she served her purpose quite well in that show. Uh, the Jamaican dude was pretty cool. Though not as cool as Cottonmouth. Taught me a lot of Jamaican slang, so I like that part. 
Bullseye was awesome in Daredevil mean, too. Bullseye was good. And then if he you count uh, if you count Elektra as a bad guy since she was like the villain on uh, the Defenders, I would say she was awesome too. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the shows were infinitely better. Oh, the the Jigsaw, he was all right in Punisher. Was it better than the Jigsaw from the movie? I've, I think I've probably asked you this before. Uh, yes, because I don't the remember Jigsaw, from Jigsaw the movie being was in the from movie. The Wire. I don't. I haven't seen The Wire either. Not not the Warzone one. The original, like John Travolta's brother. Was John Travolta Wait, I, in I that movie? I might be getting movie? confused. John Travolta is in the first one with Thomas Jane. And I think um, Jigsaw is in the second one with Ray Stevenson. I think he's the villain in the second one. Because John Travolta is the villain in the one he's in. So it is the Warzone yeah. movie, I think. Okay, well. But it's, but it's Detective McNulty, the drunk cop from The Wire. Okay. Uh, but yeah, still, it's better in the show because uh, John Bernthal was there. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. You have a clouded sense of how good of what the best of Punisher is. You need to rewatch both those fucking movies right now. Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah, because they're both infinitely better than that shitty TV show, and I've never seen. That oh, show. dude, there's no I way because that TV show is it. that TV show is fucking badass. It was awesome. Bernthal I love that show. Gosh, he's terrible. No, he was great. He was a perfect. He overstayed his welcome on The Walking Dead because he was a shit character. Well, he was only there for like, uh, oh yeah, he did overstay, but that was the writing fault. That his, wasn't his six his episode fault. run turned it, or his six issue run turned into like a nineteen episode. Arc. <laughs> yeah, it did. I didn't like him that much in The Walking Dead. I, 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 I thought that character was a, uh, it was a pretty weak character in that in that show. But I love fucking, I love him in The Punisher. He's fucking great. So I guess that's it for these Marvel shows then. Unless uh, Disney Plus picks them back up, but I guess we'll until see. Until we get, until we see Loki and WandaVision. Yeah. yeah. Yay. I guess we'll see. That'll be our next Marvel show. Visits here whenever that comes out. Is that Thank 2020 they're doing that? So, yeah, I guess uh, until we see a Loki show, take a little break from Marvel shows. Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Is that coming out? No runaways. Well, anyway, um, so for next week, let's watch season three, episode one of Legion. Another Marvel show, I guess. So I don't know what I'm talking about. Did you watch episode, or season two of Legion? Uh, I'm about halfway through. What do you think about season two so far? Uh, it's kind of harder to get through. It's boring in some parts. Ah, uh, dude, it'll get it's not nearly as cool as I thought season one was. Nah, I'm still into it. I hope season three is just as cool, uh, and I'm excited to talk about that. Fucking Legion, man! Hell yeah! All right. Hey, did you ever throw up? Did you get the uh, Swamp Thing episodes, the new one? Oh no, I didn't. I should get that one. I'll uh, I'll put it up as soon as I download it, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Okay, I wasn't sure if I missed it. And I still haven't caught up on Fear the Walking Dead. Fuck, what? there's too many things to watch. We don't get an update for tonight? I don't have an update, no. That's the I'm only two reason episodes I was behind. to this shit. I'm two episodes behind. Son of a bitch. We could know who made the awesome tree by now. Yeah, maybe. Well, I'll take a look at some point. Next week, yeah, I'll try to catch up. Wikipedia, it'll tell you. Yeah, you can do that. Just Google it.
Yeah, true. Okay, so anything else you want to talk about today? Man, you're you're really letting the fans down. Like they only tuned into <laughs> this thing. They only tuned into this podcast to hear your Walking Dead review. Oh yeah. And you're not well, providing one now. I watched Jessica Jones instead, so you got bonus ex- Jessica Jones content and Luke Cage content. It's a trade-off. You def you definitely cannot consider that Luke Cage content. <laughs> It's Luke Cage. Just because you mentioned his name for a second. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, he didn't even take his shirt off or anything. Yeah, I feel feel robbed. Yeah. He's wearing more clothes than he usually does, in fact. Oh, shit. All right, so... No. Fuck. All right, so besides Preacher... Or besides Legion, we're also watching a second show then since this one comes out on Wednesday. Because I was going to pick it because I thought it was next week, but it's actually coming out this week. It uh, ties into it? my book pick. Okay, so what is it's, it? It's an Amazon Prime TV show. It's called The Boys. It's Garth Enos' oh. follow-up comic book to Preacher. Okay. And the cast that I've seen, because I did watch the little trailer. I don't remember if I sent it to you, or I might have just sent it to Giraffe's uh, Oh, uh, yeah, I saw it. But, uh, I saw it. It's got Katana from the Suicide Squad movie in it. Lily Bell from Hell on Wheels is in it. Carl Urban Whoa. is in it. And uh, Hood from Banshee. He's also in it, too. Whoa. Fuck yeah, man. Banshee and Hell on Wheels? Dreamcast. Okay. I see. But, uh, yeah, we're just going to read The Boys, Volume 1. Okay. The boys are back in town. Or, Name of the Game. The Name of the Game. It's called oh. The Name of the Game. Never mind. The Name of the Game. Why is it called The Back in Town? <laughs> the boys volume one are back in head. town i think i was just singing that song in my head <laughs> but um so it's on the website i already checked but it just lists the entire run so that collected volume is one through six. Oh, okay all right but this is the follow-up to preacher it has nothing to do with preacher it's just what he did after that so it should be equally as violent and as crazy and as badass Okay, all right. It's like a, it's like a superhero team, but like a, a mixed up version of it. All right, so for next week, then, I want to read Dead Man, Logan, Volume 1, Sins of the Father. Fuck yeah. God damn it. Dead Man, Logan. <laughs> is, is, this, is this the first tie-in to like the rebirth of Logan or whatever the fuck that stuff is? I don't know, but I just saw Dead Man Logan, and I want to know if uh, that's a. T- I think it's about Old Man Logan getting adamantium cancer or something. <laughs> it's called Sins of the Father. Yeah, it's like issues one to six. They mentioned that Old Man Hawkeye makes an appearance in the description too, so the, at least you have that. Oh, so maybe maybe it's like in that weird alternate world where they live. I think it so. Is. It's also. I wrote down this one. I haven't picked it yet, but I was keeping it just on the back burner until more issues have been released. They have yeah. an old man quill now as well. Oh, really? Cool. Okay. Yeah. I, I, when, I, when I saw it on the site, I think they only had like three issues so far, so I didn't pick it yet. But and maybe at some point, if I'm if I'm feeling pathetic enough, we'll pick that because that looks. I don't know how the fuck you're coming up with that one. That is going to be yeah, absolute that's trash. Weird. What other old man series do they have? I mean, let's see, we know Kate Bishop is alive, so they could do an old man other Hawkeye. Yeah. Hulk are still around there. Bullseye is around. They have around, old man but... Hulk? Well, Hulks are the monsters that are killing well, okay. everyone. Okay. 
Well, what what what's old man books Mad do Rocks? they have? Is my question. Oh, it's just the three. Just three. Logan, okay. Hawkeye, and Quill. There's no old man Steve Rogers. Or wait, there might be an old man Deadpool. Oh, yeah, he was. I think there there yeah, was there a is, character or that. He used the characters. I think they came out with a solo series for that. I remember that character showing up in one of these books we read, but I uh, haven't seen the series. Uh, no, no, so he doesn't actually have a solo book yet. Okay. So join us again next week for The Boys, Volume 1. What is the, what is the subtitle? The Name of the Game? Name of the Game. All right. And Dead Man Logan, Volume 1, Sins of the Father. And also, Season 3, Episode 1 of Legion. Follow me on the internet at Donnie Ohm. We're at Giraffes HBT Pod. I'm at Distu the God. Patreon.com slash Giraffes Have Black Tongues. SoundCloud.com slash Daniel Burbank. Kirkman, right. below, read. Follow the links. They're all links. You can do the, They're all that links. Way. It's quick. Leave us a review. Easy. Leave us a review on shit. iTunes. Yeah. Even if it's mediocrity. I mean, and you hate this shit. Yeah, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> That's fine. As yeah. long as it's five stars. Right. You could talk shit in the comments. That'd be funnier. Yeah, we'll read. If you leave a hilarious comments for the podcast, we will read that one in the future. Like we yeah, do we will. In our, our most beloved segment, fucking reviews, you cuck. <laughs> read some fucking reviews, you cuck. I, are, you, yeah. are you playing phone games again? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got the other okay. one song in my head, so I was going to start oh, singing that one by accident. Shows? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Seamless. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.